Welcome, everyone, to the Joey Harris Show. I'm your host, Joey Harris. You can catch me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at the Joey Harris, Joey Harris Comedy at gmail.com. And I am proud to be joined this week by the proprietor of the TVA Automat. Big TJ, how are you, my friend? Bro, I tell you, man, I'm curious as to what my variants would look and sound like, man. I'm telling you, because one of Loki's variants wanted to tour the front. So I'm just I'm just wondering what my what one of mine would be. But in that automat, we would have more than just that cartoonish key lime pie. I was about to say, dude, your key lime pie has got to be on point if you work at that automat. Big time facts. Big time facts, man. Glad to be back with you, though, baby, um, especially with this, because I feel like on that last show that we did, Bow Bow, I feel like um, we I, I, we teased it enough. So now that we can actually kind of chop it up a little bit, I'm kind of excited. I will say this. Opening thoughts is that more than anything lately. Hmm? Loki held my attention more than oh, yeah. any, anything uh, that Marvel has done in a while. There's times when I've been in the movie theaters, like looking at my watch, like, all right, they need to they need to hurry this up. And Secret Invasion, I almost had to, like, chain myself down and just stare just to get through it. To get through it. To get through but it. I yeah. started... I, I remember I texted you Sunday. I said I was on episode two. I started Sunday. And I think I got through halfway through episode two and I'm like, I got to leave because I didn't want to travel back home. I was at my in-laws house. I didn't want to travel back home in the dark. Mm-hmm. Uh, but not, since not, not there with no signal. No, no. <laughs> but since then, like I was blowing through episodes, like an episode and a half per day. And I finished yesterday. And overall, it just blew me away. Like. I was heavily invested in these characters, especially Loki. Um, And you've seen online everybody talking about this is just a tremendous um, character arc from when we first saw the character in Thor up until now. And I'm like, it's even more than that. It's It's two character arcs that Tom Hiddleston has done because you have from Thor all the way to Endgame. Was it Endgame or Infinity Stones? Or Infinity War, rather. Infinity War. He 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 catches his at the beginning of that. At the beginning yeah. of, of of Infinity War. Yeah. And then you go back to where he's not really uh reformed yet, and you have the Hulk taking the stairs and yeah. and all and all of that, and you have a second arc here because this guy especially the last two episodes he is putting all that he has into this and he's having to figure it out yeah. and and all of that and he finally has what I call like skin in the game he he wants he doesn't want to be alone and folks this whole thing is a spoiler that's exactly how he ends up before quote unquote the greater good so I gotta look at this breakdown 
in a couple parts, right? So the first thing I want to do is I want to talk about my overall opinion on the show. Then we're going to get into the nitties and the gritties, right? Because mm-hmm. that's just that's what we're talking about. We ain't talking about anything else tonight, right? It's just this. Yeah, and, and kind of where Marvel is going from this. All right. So having watched it in real time with the episodes coming out every week, I was missing you. I'll tell you that. I was missing you because I wanted to be able to chop it up with you. Right. Um, everything that you said, I think, is spot on. Marvel, and I've told you about this. These are things that you and I have talked about. The Infinity Saga was amazing. Good movies, bad movies is still a continuity of 23 films all lining up. It's great. Right? So now everybody's saying, oh, Marvel's in disarray. What are they doing? What are they doing? Well, they've got a lot of projects doing a whole bunch of different things. But you said it. Loki, from beginning to end, spot on. Season one, season two, I can't tell you an episode that I was not invested in. That's good writing. That's good acting. Like that was, and I'm just looking at it in a consumer standpoint to say, I consumed those 12 episodes over the course of two seasons and loved every bit of it. They didn't have to give me a post-credit scene at the end of every episode. I was still invested in what was coming next because the storytelling is so well done, done so well. And with this season, I feel like they did an amazing job of showing consequences from the first season up until the point to where, again, we get to the, se- the season the season or series finale, whichever one it ends up being, you know, glorious purpose, which, mind you, was the same title of the first episode of season one. Right. Because he, he, he now has a new glorious purpose. So you talk about arc, and, and I just, I love the way that they, you know, did that. Now, again, we're going to, you know, chop some stuff up in particular so I can talk specifically about things that I like from the season. But overall, I can't see a whole lot of downside. Like, I, I did do, you know, the little research that I found out to find out that episode five was scrapped. What we saw in episode five was not originally what they wrote with the theme of the show. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious to see what episode five was supposed to be. But um, like I say, overall, love the show. And, you know, not even with just Marvel, because I know we're going to dig deeper into the show. Knowing that we've got a trailer now for Madam Web. We've got a trailer now for What If Season 2. Um, this strike being over, it's opened up the ways, man. So we're about to get some content, baby. And we got a date for Deadpool. Thanks for you for letting me know that one as well, man. For real. Um, here is the only thing I will say. This is not a Marvel thing. This is a Disney Plus thing. They have done something to that app or platform where it's now hard for me to go backwards and forwards because I caught something. I usually just like at the beginning, I'll take a time to let it run and either go to the restroom, go get some water, strand up and stretching or something. So I had one eye on the credits and I didn't catch it. And it somehow like my, my app is like, it's like, do you want to watch this whole thing? You haven't watched it before. I'm like, I just finished watching it. And I like my watch list to if it's stuff is not if I'm not watching it anymore to be off of there. So I didn't want to go back. I want it clean. Yeah. Um, 
the opening credits with all of the Marvel stuff started to cha- started to change in episode five. Right. I I've not, that's what I'm saying. One through four, I don't know if it changed. I don't think it did because I think I watched it in episode one, and it was just the normal whatever it was. But in episode five, it starts to change. Like I know particularly when you see um, Iron Man hold up his hands and he's about to snap. Miss Minutes pops up in the corner of his thing, and there's other things that are happening, and then it goes into that. And in episode six, you start out with Marvel Studios in green, and then it right. runs backwards. Right, right. So I encourage you, my guy, if you like, like this is something that you, you know, because I, I, I like to give credit where credit is due, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of people out there putting out content. There's probably a lot of amazing stuff out there. But um, EA Voss, Eric Voss with um, New new Rockstars, like they break down. Their breakdowns are pretty pretty thorough. Um, but they do. They break down even the intros, even the Marvel Studios title card that comes in and how it comes in. So you're, that's, again, one thing that I like about the show, everything's alive. You know, you can't just sit down and let me get my phone together while this show was coming on. Because back in the day, you know, when we weren't streaming everything at eight o'clock, you better be in your seat ready to go. Right. You know, so you can't just, you know, sit there and just fiddle around with stuff while while the thing is loading up or whatever. You have to pay if you're truly wanting to, to enjoy the experience and create and receive this art that's been created for you. You really do have to pay attention from the beginning, especially with this show. So I, I see what you're saying, and I like what they did because what they did, as far as I'm concerned, especially on the last episode when they played it in reverse, showing sometimes you have to go back to the beginning in order to be able to, uh, you know, resolve the problem. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, but can we can we get into Miss Minutes for a minute? Yeah, absolutely. Miss Minutes, um, I think Stacey Strong is the one, the person who voices her. In the first season, I didn't feel like they gave us enough. They left a lot of questions. And at the beginning of season two, I feel like they answered a lot of those questions about who she was, right. well, how, she, how she was created, what she actually was. Um, we still don't know necessarily what she's made of for her to have actual physical um, you know, uh, components because she does actually... She can affect the physical world, even though she is, in essence, a cartoon. Right. Um, but even delving into what her relationship was with He Who Remains, I'm just like, because I do want to get your opinion on some other stuff, but how did you feel about Miss Minutes? Uh, it, good. It's um, just one one little thing. It's Tara Strong. Tara, Tara Strong. Strong. I said yeah. Stacey. That's, that, I mean, it's, it's all good. Um, it reminded me, and I've not seen the show, but when um, when it was coming out on Peacock, I saw the trailer for it like 20 times, getting to my stuff I do for my wrestling podcast. There's a limited series they did called Ms. Davis about yeah. an a- about an AI who kind of takes over and, yeah. and sending people out and, and all of that. And they tell you that that's how it started. Uh, but like to like just a helper. I'm thinking like the like a uh, a Jarvis was to Tony Stark, but then right. he then he gives her like uh, 
AI like self thinking capabilities, but right never gave her, never never gave her a body, and that's what right. she wanted because she fell in love with he who remains, and just straight up told my man uh, timely that he would never be as good, and I'm like, oh, that just one of the best deaths. You you cut me to the quick. One of the best deaths in the in that we've seen cinematically from Marvel, in my opinion, because it took her through her quick evolution mm-hmm. to show what she started as, just this little clock, you know, and then when she black, because at first she like froze up, you got X's on the eyes like a cartoon is dead, but then she gets one last little thing, you'll never be him. Yeah. <laughs> and then she's gone. Oh man, I'm just, that and 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 to to look at it schematically, it's like okay, Victor in that episode when it came time to make a choice on who was going to go, he had no there was no hesitation. He said it's got to be me, and I think that it was had a lot to do with that interaction with Miss Minutes because if you look at season, I'm uh, not season episode six when he's taking him sooner, right? And he's saying, it's got to be you. Victor's like, why me? You know, so I feel like him being challenged like that. And then also just with the camera work, when they've got Miss Minutes talking to him and she's going through this, she's doing it right in front of the face of he who remains that's in the wall. So now when she disappears, He's looking directly at another version of himself that actually did create the TVA and all that stuff. So I felt like, you know, that was instrumental in making him volunteer to do it because she's saying you'll never be him. And he's saying, I got to be brave. That's what you hear him keep. Got to be brave. Got to be brave. Got to be brave now. So that's I, I feel like Miss Minutes was influential in that. But I, I wanted even more um, from Miss Minutes because, you know, yes, yeah, she and it's funny to me. Because, again, we, we even got to talk about He Who Remains. But I feel like Victor Timely dropped Ravona in the life raft because she said this is going to be an amazing partnership whilst he was looking at her as a love interest. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, he, he, he says, no partners. I don't want partners. He doesn't want anybody to share business with. You know, he wants a physical person. Miss Menace is never going to be that. You know, so it's just like he's created a situation where he is isolated. The closest person with him isn't real and he's never going to let her be real. But the closest actual physical person to him, he's like, I got to I got to wipe your mind because you don't want to be in love with me. You want to run it with me. And I'm not even trying to have a power struggle. So, I mean, it's just that dynamic, the dynamics of those relationships kind of caught me. No, I get that. And it was interesting to me how you saw different sides to different people as Loki is is going through time. Like he sees he 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 comes in and he sees um Sylvie in the elevator. And then he and then flashes back out. And later on in episode six, he's seeing the same things like moments apart, 
but it's like that scene in uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. That conversation made a whole lot more sense this time. Big time facts. That that I so all right. So now I'm I'm gonna get I want to get to the the Jonathan Majors of it because. I don't know what the plan is going forward. I saw some article that kind of tried to come out that says that Marvel's trying to replace Kang in the big as the big bag with Doc with um, Doctor Doom. I don't know what the plan is for Marvel. I'm just going to appreciate what the man did in these two seasons, right? Like I said, I don't know what's going on in his personal life. I'm right. going to say my favorite episode of season one was seen season six because his portrayal of He Who Remains was amazing. So now you give me more Jonathan Majors, and I sound like a fanboy, and I, I don't even mind that because I appreciate good acting. He killed it in uh, in in, in um, episode six, season one, and then whenever we get introduced to him this season, it is a completely different person, down to mannerisms and stuttering. It's like okay, when we saw him on stage, you wonder why he was playing it like he was, and he was playing it like an entertainer. Because ultimately, that's what you got to do when you're being a charlatan. You got to create this this excitement. He did that, and you could tell based on. So now you add more layers to this character. This this person, Victor Timely, stutters. So you realize, as a person watching this, he had to put hella work in. Fictitiously, this fictitious character had to put in all this work in to be able to perform like that on stage and not stutter because he didn't stutter once on stage. Right. You know, it's only when, and that lets you know he rehearsed that. So now when he's out in real life, now, you know, he's thinking faster than he can speak, which is where the stuttering comes from. And just seeing that dynamic, and even it, even with he who remains making fun of Victor, Victor Timely, like he does that, like I just, I love the timing and just the, the willingness to do something cool. Because Loki, hey man, fight, defend, help. Like, like, come on, don't just sit there and take, which causes the conversation. And then Loki proves, hey man, this isn't the first time we've had this conversation. Like, I. That was I, the moment. That was the moment. I, I'm like, you think this is the first time we've had this conversation? I'm like, oh. Right. Uh, and that, that's, I'm like, oh, okay. And, 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 and again, you're talking about this chess match of debate and conversation that they have. He Who Remains has one moment in the time that we see him where he does not know what to say. And when, Vo when Loki says we, we live with the death or we, we die, we die with, yeah, you know, some, he said something to that effect. Right. And Vic didn't know how to, re I mean, not Vic, but He Who Remains didn't know how to respond to that. So, but for everything else, you know, he's pretty much on top of it because he orchestrated everything. The reason that Loki can time slip is because of him. Now, how he wrote that in, I can't say, but it would make sense, you know, like that he's not just going to give it up. When I'm seeing season one end, and I'm like, okay, he said that Sylvie's, if Sylvie kills him, all this chaos is going to happen, but you knew he had to have a plan, which is what he sent Ravona on. You know, I'm like, it was always going to work this way. This man set it up like this. He's the ultimate director, the ultimate writer. So, yeah, go ahead. Tell, talk to me about him. Let me talk about Jonathan Majors. Um, and you're right. We don't need to get into his personal life. I'm not mm -hmm. saying that that's 
serious. I'm, that's not serious. I'm not saying that. That's, that's also, not what this is about. It's not what this is about. All right. Victor Timely. I'm like, oh, man, I love that character. I love what he brings to the character. The Kang we saw in Quantum Mania was not my favorite. I mean, this dude got taken out by a bunch of ants. I actively, yesterday, watching that uh, episode six, I was actively hating He Who Remains. I'm like, they've got to do something to this character. Like, I, I can't stand him, which means he's a good actor. In, yeah. in one in one episode, he's making a character who I absolutely love, and in the same episode, a character I absolutely hate. Now, Marvel, the good thing about Marvel is this. They have set themselves up. If they can't continue on with him, we know that these Kings are all variants, and variants don't have to look like the original. You have a female Loki literally beside the male Loki. So they they've kind of written them in where and it's the same thing in the comics. Like Kang is all of these different people all throughout the the uh, the ages. Um, so that's the good thing. And you can that it could be their plan all along to have done this. You can still bring him back as Victor Timely. Um, because now we know that the timeline has changed because he doesn't get the manual. Um yeah. As he's working um, as a as a as a child, so th there is there is that, uh, and people are like, oh, maybe they're uh, writing him off. You don't necessarily have to do this now that Loki is has all of these timelines in his hands, literally in in, in his hands. In his hands. Um, so, I have a question for you. Whenever you're done, go ahead. This is the other thing, and it is not because it, it has changed before on other things that I have watched, but I keep track of the movies and the TV shows that I watch through this app called TV Time. Um, and if you are caught up on a show and they've got more episodes coming, the little progress bar turns green. If you are watching a show and they have more episodes that are available that you haven't seen yet the progress bar is yellow if you have watched all of the episodes and the show has ended the progress bar turns purple huh. now i have seen it i think it did it on miss marvel and again on moon Knight. i had caught up and it said more episodes coming and then later on it turned purple and said that's all folks Loki Loki's is still green, even though all of the articles I've seen that says this is it. There's no more on anything. And it could be, and they just have not updated the app yet. But I'm hoping that somehow this comes back. And I'm thinking is that they're saying now with this multiverse is that they are turning people literally into uh, infinity stones. Loki's is green because he's the time stone. The Scarlet Witch is red because it's the reality, reality stone. stone. And there's a thing now for the end, and neither one of us, we talked about it before we started, have seen the Marvels, but we mm -hmm. both got spoiled on some stuff, is that they are making um, Monica Rambo the blue stone. Um, space. The, the space stone space um, stone yeah for how 
And I'm like, that that's interesting. But they're like, this is just a theory <laughs> that they're they're having. So tell me your thoughts. So you're talking about with where we're going? Is where that, we're going or or what we what we've been talking about. So I mean, with regards to what you were talking about with the end, I don't think this is gonna be the end only because this has been one of the better things that Marvel has had. Um, I don't think there's been a demand for any other show that they've done to have a, another season this heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, like people have, and you know me, I'm not on socials like that, but just with what I've, you know, inter- interacted with people and conversed with people, I'm like, yeah, you know, Loki has done it right. So, and because I mean, yes, the way they ended the story, the way they say, okay, if we want, if we, we want to be done, we're done. You know, no cliffhanger doesn't have to be, right? But you do still have, you know, a lot of material and an amazing cast of characters to work with. So if they choose to do another season out there, and I, I was going to ask you that question as well as a follow up, um, if they did another season, would you be excited for it? But before I go there. You know, getting into the whole science logic of this show. Who came first? Of Loki's? No. um, The TVA handbook, series one, was written by Ouroboros. Yes. Ooh. Now that is a that is a thing that I have literally TJ wrestled with for 30 years, long before there was a thing. I call it it's neutral knowledge. He okay. gets a book that he supposedly wrote from somebody else who got it from a book that he supposedly right. wrote. Uh so it's got to come it's got to come from somewhere. Gotta come from somewhere. I've been thinking about this literally, like I said, for 30 years. The first time I saw Star Trek for the voyage home, they go back in time to save a couple of humpback whales and tell a guy something that he supposedly come up, came up with, which is where they've learned it from. Uh, I can't remember what it is. Say Dr. Smith. Oh, this is the something principle. Dr. Smith came up with it. They're telling it to Dr. Smith. So the knowledge has never officially come from anywhere. Right. That That's what I, um, but now it has to be OB because Timely does not end up with the handbook in the, in the revised thing. And let me just say this, my absolute all-time favorite character, I need more OB in my life. Oh, yeah. I don't care. They they could have do a continuation and bring Mobius and um oh, I just blinked. On 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 oh, Sylvie. Yes. Back and have them be the, the new pair as long as and call it the TVA. As long as I get more OB and the rest of the <laughs> crew there. So the shirt, my 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 OB shirt that I'm very proud of, I've worn it twice now since I got it. It's a picture of OB's face and it says, we're all going to die. 
That's that's what he says, like so many right. times. And, and he's just calm about it, like, look, I don't know what else to tell you. We're, just, like, look, we're all gonna die. What it is. It is what it is. There's no no look. I mean, I'm trying, but we're all gonna die. So um what you're saying is not possible. There, that's what's been happening. Right. Like, I just his character, I I'm I was in love with his character as well and the way that he did it and the way that he spoke and the mannerisms that he had because I mean he's sitting there you know and he's saying you need to go back to a place that doesn't exist and he's like yes and he's like that's impossible he's like right he's like so you should be able to do it <laughs> wait, wait and then Loki's like wait, wait 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 that makes no sense that makes no sense you know so to have him go down again I'm I I'm waxing on some good cinema because I really do want, I, I wish people would truly give the writers the love because yes, you have to be a phenomenal actor because you can have the best writing and then not come through right? because your actors aren't able to deliver. But when you've got a marriage of the perfect talent to go with the perfect writing, this really was, I mean, and, could there have been, you know, other things? I'm pretty sure they could have added more shit, but I'm just saying they had enough intrigue in each episode to make me want to come back mm-hmm. without having to put in an end credit. You know, because some, some Mar- sometimes, like, like, had I gone to see the Marvels this weekend, I would have been more interested in seeing what it was in the end credit than I would have been for the actual film itself, only because... I'm not totally vested in the character. I don't know if if it's, you know, because it's new, um, because we we, we really, she came in at the tail end of the Infinity Saga. So I don't know. I don't know. I just, to me, the meat of Loki was so much better than whatever dressing they were going to put on in an end credit. So um, amazing show, amazing writing, amazing acting. I definitely encourage people, if you haven't watched it, and it hasn't, you haven't been ruined. As a matter of fact, even with the spoilers that we've given today, we still haven't given enough to say, so for somebody to say, I can't watch it and enjoy it. I feel like there's still enough detail in there because we haven't dug into Ravona. Um, right. We haven't dug into um, so much into, we, you know, we haven't talked about Don. I want to. You know, I want to talk about Don. Don just seems like a cool cat. Single dad troubles, man. You know? <laughs> Great guy. But, um, you know, I just, again, you said it so much. And then to find out, Casey, of all people, Casey, you know, we, we see this diminutive character was a freaking bank robber, man, on Alcatraz. Frank right. Miller broke out of Alcatraz. Like, so this historic person is based on you know based on Casey to see that Brad Wolf Brad Wolf when he went back that was his actual that was him on the sacred timeline he was an actor you know so I mean it's like to see yeah he I I can understand why he would want to live on the sacred timeline as opposed to the TVA you know you get to be an actor you get to get doted on by people so there's so much that you can do with that you know, so I'm I'm definitely excited to see what comes. And obviously, I talked to you about this in the pregame. Um, they dropped what if what if season two trailer today. Mm-hmm. So, in talking about what Marvel has coming, I'm excited about it. 
especially especially to the next two things that more the, the Disney Plus is dropping for Marvel, right? They're 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 giving the content in such a shorter amount of time mm-hmm. because we got Echo coming in January. I think it's January tenth, and they're dropping all the episodes on that day, right? And then what if season two is special because it's going to release on December twenty second, and they're going to release one episode a day for nine days. It's a nine episode season. They're doing one episode a day for nine days. So that means we get one on Christmas. You know, so yeah, I'm 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 excited. If you haven't seen the trailer, it it looks dope because they're what we got from the first season was certain stories from the Infinity Saga. And what what I what it looks like we're gonna get from this one is I think there is gonna be an episode that shows Infinity War. You know, something's different in an Infinity War because they show Thanos in the, 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 the woods, the, the forest in Wakanda. But then I also saw from the Ten Rings, um, I saw like an animated um, dragon. The, um, and I can't remember what they call that dragon. But nonetheless, you know, I'm saying they're, they're delving into more stuff. I saw Killmonger. I don't know what they're doing with regards to Black Panther's voice, but I did see Killmonger in there. So I'm like, yeah. This this looks like it's going to be exciting, and now that we're we're talking about the animated stuff, we're seeing the animated stuff in real time because we got um, Captain Carter. So because we're getting this what if multiversal chaos, now we have the potential to bring that into real time as well. We're getting X Men. We got Deadpool coming. I don't know what's going on with Blade. I hope it's still coming, but I'm excited for Deadpool, bro. Like that that. Looks like it's going to be a good time. I don't know how it's going to happen, but I pray you and I are both in a situation to where we're able to see that one together, man. How about it? Let, let's do it. Let's do it. We will make it work. We will make it work. But you are the king of transitions because that's where I was going to next. This comes from Rotten Tomatoes. So if it's right, it's right. This was just updated last week. Um, so it's like what's coming up. It has the Marvels currently in theaters. Um, next Echo season one premiere date January 10th. Uh, the next thing they have Ironheart series. The only premiere they have is, is at is some point in 2024. Um, Agatha Dark Darkhold Diaries late 2024. So heavy on the um, Disney Plus stuff to begin with. Daredevil Born Again, TBA, because they've gone back to the drawing board. Um, Deadpool 3, May the 3rd, 2024. Captain America Brave New World, July 26, 2024. Okay. Uh, Thunderbolts, December 20th, 2024. I'm excited for that one. Um, Yeah, we're getting Red Hulk. Yeah, uh, but you're also getting um, Ghost, um, Allegro de la Fontaine, Red Guardian. I thought they pulled. I thought they pulled Ghost from the lineup. That's what they they have Ghost on here. Okay, that's what's up. I'm because uh, I like I like the actress that plays Ghost. I like her. She was in a lot of Black uh, Black Mirror episodes. Yeah, uh, you've got Ghost, Red Guardian. Yelena Belova, Bucky Barnes. Yelena Belova. 
U.S. agent and taskmaster. U.S. agent. Uh, Blade, February 14th, 2025. A little okay. Valentine's Day for you. Nice. Got a little Black History Month there. I see you, Marvel. And then Phase 6 and Beyond. So this is not okay. as concrete. This is like right. loose. Some of these have loose dates. Some of them have just loose years. That's, the, that's Fantastic Four, yeah? Fantastic Four, May 2nd, 2025. Armor Wars, TBA, but probably 2025. Uh, Shang-Chi 2, TBA. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man 4, TBA. Mm-hmm. Avengers, The King Dynasty, premiere date, May 1st, May 1st, 2026. Oh, yeah, it got pushed back because it was supposed to be 25. Yeah. Avengers Secret War, May 7th, 2027. And then a bunch of TBAs, the Wonder Man series, the X-Men, Ryan Coogler's Wakanda Set TV series. And then the untitled, uh, is it Okoye? Yeah. uh, Series is also What do they call it? The Moon... The, it's not Moon Knight. What did she go? You saw um, uh, Black Panther two. Yeah, I, I know what you're talking about, but it, it's it tells the ongoing story following the events of Wakanda Forever. So, which would have been her as, as continuing to carry the mantle of the whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I know. Yeah. Fifteen minutes I'll, after we stop, I, it'll come to me. It'll come to me. Sorry. And then there's an untitled Scarlett Johansson production that they say is secret, but has nothing to do with Black Widow. I'm thinking it's a multiverse thing, and she's playing some other character that is familiar to people. That's possible. That is definitely possible. So now, Joey, I'm going to ask, if we look at the cast of characters that we've been introduced to in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, who could you see Scarlett Johansson being a variant of? Um, if you're opening up, they, they said it could be A-Force, which is the all-female Avengers. Mm-hmm. But if you're opening up to everybody... Come right. along with me on this, Jean Grey. Oh, snap. I mean, she's got the chops to do it. She's she's dark, she's brooding, okay. Jean Grey's got a pass. She's a little dangerous. She's going to become the phoenix. Okay. <laughs> okay. I see you, baby. And then uh, the one I'm excited for, and I wish they had more thing, it's just TBA, Vision Quest. Which is... It's, Vision, it's, Paul, Paul Bethany, yes. They, it says, oh, okay. um, if the program goes forward, um, that uh, as the white vision featured in WandaVision and his struggle to regain the memories the Hex Vision imparted in him. WandaVision and Agatha head writer Jack Schaefer reportedly supervised a writer room that fall, but it's unclear if the program project is still moving forward, particularly with Disney and Marvel looking to slow down development of the slate and the strikes rewriting all of the calendars. If a program goes forward, it really only has one objective, 
Restore vision in time for the fight against Kang. Which then maybe then maybe it will be time to deal with Wanda, who we believe to be very much alive. Oh no, if I don't, if I don't see a body, not dead. Well, I mean, if, even if I do not, see a body, we know from Loki that doesn't mean anything. The body don't time mean is anything. Just a bro. Time is just a construct, bro. But I mean, just looking at what I've again, just what I've seen in Marvel, right? We see Wanda's character in What If get crushed by a, a whole bunch by a building. Vision crushed her under the um, at Camp Lehigh, mm-hmm. crushed her under a building and rubble and stuff like that. She popped up. So I think ultimately what we got at the end of the multiverse of uh, was a multiverse of madness. Yeah, I think she essentially just concealed herself for a little bit, man. You know, I don't. I don't think she's gone. There's no way. There's no way you can kill the Scarlet Witch. Not like that. That's dumb. You know, that's dumb. So no, I'm definitely looking forward to to more Olsen. Um, give me if you could. You could say because I listen, we got we got a couple of years for some of these some of these movies and shows are not in production yet. If you could say in five years. The Joey Harris is going to be a, a, a notable enough name to where you got some some street cred about yourself. If you could be on a Mar- a Marvel project, what would you want to be on? We've we've actually talked about this a long time ago, and since some things have happened, I don't ever foresee it happening. But if I right. could, it, like, give me like a limited series, like, like look. Joe, there's no way this thing is getting a season two. I want to be on oh, uh, damage control. The uh, group that cleans up after these things, because then I could work with my man, uh, Brett, uh, who's playing Hercules, because Hercules is part of damage control. That's and what's up. That, that's, that's what I would do. Uh, but they did a version of that in uh homecoming because that's how michael yeah. keaton's uh the vulture got shut down because the they brought yeah. damage control in damage, damage control in. yeah okay uh, the second thing um you know if i if i, I just get my my druthers um okay. oh shoot what would i be I would really, I don't know what character I would play. I really want to see a version of the West Coast Avengers. Um, I don't see how they could do it now uh, because a lot of those, because the group that I followed closely that I'm now getting back into and rereading again, I'm reading the entire run, was Hawkeye, Mockingbird, um, Scarlet Witch, Vision, Wonder Man, um, and U.S. agent, and and Iron Man sometimes, and Iron Man sometimes. Uh, there is a rumor, and I think this is where we will put a pin on it at night. There is a rumor that Kevin Feige has just like in the in the corner of the office, um, break glass in case of an emergency. That Kevin Feige has a break glass in case of an emergency in the name of Robert Downey Jr. Uh, okay. That, that there is an agreement between the two of them, and there is something on a piece of paper that says 
what exactly he could do and how he exactly would come back. But in case of emergency, there's a, a break glass uh, scenario is what they call I it. I expect him to. I expect him to. The money is there and people will come to see it. I expect him to break glass. I think that there are three uh, of those people, and I think we're going to see all three in Secret Wars. I think you won't see it until Secret Wars. I think it's Robert Downey Jr. as Tony Stark. I think it is um, Elizabeth Olsen as the Scarlet Witch, and I think it's uh, Loki. That would absolutely make sense. So... Here's, I'm going to say this because I know we got to get the hell out of here. All right, so I talked earlier in the episode about them scrapping an episode and mm-hmm. having to rewrite it on the fly. I think that episode, I think that essentially Loki season two was going to um, set Loki up to be Avenger Prime, which would mean that he's going to be the one traversing throughout the multiverse, picking people for the Secret War. But based mm-hmm. on the article that you got, that you were talking to me about the other day with Toby and Hugh in the Secret War, I'm like, okay, that makes sense. Loki can't be Avenger Prime if you're already wanting Toby and Hugh to be the ones that are traversing the multiverse to get warriors. warriors excuse me. So that's why they chose to end it the way that they did because in the comics, which I'm learning more stuff than I knew, Loki does become Avenger Prime, and, you know, he, again, starts putting together his Guardians of the Multiverse, kind of like what we saw from Uwatu in um, Season 1 of What If. So it would make sense that they would blow up that ending if they want it to Secret Wars to go another way. But, yeah, that's essentially just what I wanted to say, man. I, I just, I like that. I like the idea that Loki could have been Avenger Prime, because then that would have given, given us an excuse to have him back. But if in Secret Wars they're threatening the the Idrisil or the world's tree that Loki has created out of the multiverse, if they're threatening that in Secret Wars, it makes sense to bring Tom Hiddleston back for that because he they can physically show, you know, the the wear and tear that it's taking on what he's created. Right. Right. So, um, so science. Do you have a recommendation for me? We can still do recommendations. Um, yes. Have I recommended West Wing yet? You have not. Bro. Bro. I know what, I know who Aaron Sorkin is because I saw the show The Newsroom on HBO. Right. Um, but I didn't know what made him famous. So, you know me, DVDs, baby, to all your fans. If you got a collection of DVDs, send it to Joey because he's going to get it to me. I am a DVD watching fiend. So I actually went to um, the thrift store maybe two weeks ago. I got season one and season two of the West Wing for $4. And you have my heart right here, my friend. You have bro, my heart. I've watched both seasons and now I'm fiending for more. Um, but I haven't been able to find any more sets. But no, the West Wing is an amazing show. It's back in the day. So for a lot of people, you can get the opportunity to watch something for the first time, but really great writing, another really great acting, like people that have gone on to do amazing things, but to see them younger doing their thing. And look, Rob Lowe's always been the same age. Rob Lowe doesn't age, but he was great 
in those first two seasons of that. It's a very smart show. It does not pander down to the audience. Like, it talks the way that it is. And I really, really, really like that about a show. If you're going to be a Hollywood, not a Hollywood, if you're going to be set in D.C. and set in that political vibe, give me that commentary. Make me have to keep up. You know, don't talk down to me because that's not how they talk. You know, talk, put them out there and write the character work and put that stuff in there like it is so that I have to step my game up to really understand it. And fortunately, I watch Scandal enough to where I can appreciate all that. I, I think I think Shonda Rhimes for, for getting me all hip to this uh, DC lingo. So, yeah, West Wing, baby. 20, it has been 23, almost 24 years, folks. So needless to say, spoilers. But could you imagine watching that show in real time and the end of season one where you hear who's been hit, who's been hit, and it fades to black? Could you imagine waiting three months for that? I would have been hot. I would have been hot, bro. Like, so when it came out, I I wouldn't appreciate it like I do now, which is why I didn't watch it in real time. Right. So, but now I'm so thankful that I had season two because as soon as I watch that, as a matter of fact, when we hop off the phone, I'm going I'm to I'm watch it again. I ain't got nothing else. I ain't got nothing going on. I'm going to watch it again while I eat my candy bar. That's my treat. I worked hard today, so I'm going to get my candy bar. It's a nut rages. I've been on those since we talked about them on the show the last time. No, there's nothing better. Yeah, Reese, Reese, send the check. Send two checks. Right? But, bro, thanks for all. I I thank you. I know that you didn't plan on doing this one, but you gave me this episode because you knew I wanted to talk about it, which you knew I wanted. Absolutely. So, and and we still didn't even get to, if me and you were in person, we, we could literally sit and chop this thing apart. We would chop it up. You know what I have seen literally four times today online? What's that? A ad for key lime flavored coffee for Loki. It's got Loki's picture on it. The people are on, on, top, on top of things. They wow. Are on top of things. I, I imagine that might be pretty good. I'm not a coffee drinker, but I think I think it might be pretty good. Nothing like that turkey pot pie, though, bro. Oh, just hot, hot garbage. <laughs> garbage. <laughs> My wife, my wife and her mother, my mother-in-law believes that it's the cranberries. They're like, because natural cranberries are very sour. And I'm like, well, then they need to take it out or reconfigure or something. I'm still not convinced. I feel like it's a great idea in theory. There was just something that they should have just left it. You you know, go out. No, no, it doesn't have the mac and cheese in it. it. It's the it's the turkey the gravy, the stuffing, those cranberries, and then like a biscuit. And, you know, the, the gravy's in it, and, and it's like a biscuit top, like a chicken. That top. sounds easy enough. So the, you say it's like garbage. It's like they had to try and mess that up. It's it's like, you know, they have these test kitchens, and they're like, all right, this is what I'm thinking. Go out and make it. You make it, right. that's fine. But whoever ate it thought, oh, this is wonderful. No, it is not. It is It is not. Charlie was in charge of this idea, and Charlie did not want this idea to fail. So Charlie went to all these focus sites and was like, listen, everybody better be on board with this because this is my job. They told me if I I have one more mistake, 
I'm done. This is like the, the, the this is like the daggum hors d'oeuvres incident of 1996 all over again. No, no, no. He's like, I'm not going down for this pie pie. I'm trying to think on West Wing because it all kind of runs together on me. Uh, okay. Have you gotten the part where Charlie's trying to find uh, the president a carving knife? Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and let you know because I love you and I don't want you to spoil this for me. Right? I know it's been out for 23 years. I won't have it. Right. But yes, he has okay. He has done the knife. That was in season two. Okay. I thought it was. I knew it was not in season one. I knew it was not in season one, but I thought it was in season that two. Was a oh, no, you had moment. You, you had to have because of what happens at the end of season two. You had to have. Mrs. Land, Mrs. Mrs. Landingham is, is outside. Bro, we, we, I will stop. If you want to do this as what we're watching, season two, I will stop until we start that. I mean, I'll try and find the disc. That's, so that not, I have bad. That's not bad. You know, but if, you're, if you want to do, and I will watch them in real time so that you're able to get my true reaction to it. But I will work on getting the disc now if you choose you want to do that because that episode, and I won't even lie, I cried. Because that woman was the, she was, she held him accountable. Mm -hmm. She held him, she would call him on his shit and, and take away the fact that he's the president. We all need somebody in our life that's, that, that loves us enough to call us on our mess. And that's, she was a genuine person. She didn't have a lot of lines, but the lines that she had were, they were pointed, they were on point, and they built the character. You, when she, I'm not trying to spoil anything for anybody who hadn't seen it, because I, I would have hated if somebody to spoil this for me. I'm thankful that I got the opportunity to experience this. And it just, great writing. And a great job from her, because she, you really felt, you felt something. Mm -hmm. Felt something when she went, like, God, dog it, man, like, Never bought it. First time buying a new car. Did not want any, like, wanted to pay MSRP because she did not want to make the president look bad that he was getting kickback from her. Nobody pays ticket price. She's like, nope, I will not. If it's anything more than $40, I got to report it. I don't want to do it. And she goes to pick up the first brand new car she's ever gotten in her life, the first time she ever did something for herself like that. This is a gold star mother lost her boys in the war. Both of them. Both of them. Both yep. of them. Yeah, man, I'm going to watch that again, baby. I'm watching that again, man, because that that is just, like I say, there's enough bad stuff going on in the world you know, I don't have to, I don't have to, this, this, that is just, it's, it's amazing writing, man. That's art, baby. Yeah. That's art. So yeah, West Wing is my recommendation all day, twice on Sundays, three times on Wednesdays. And what's today? Hump day! All right. Well, I will co-sign that one. But before we go, my friend, go ahead and plug any and everything that you have. Well, I'm going to tell y'all, man, um, for those that have been following me, thank you for all the love and support. Um, internal grieving is coming. 
I've been uh, my my impromptu um, manager suggesting that that I do Little Shop of Horrors again because it's gonna be it's gonna be done at a, um, a theater group like maybe like thirty minutes away. So I've been asked to do Audrey Two again. So y'all stay tuned. Um, more acting coming from this guy, man. Y'all y'all will know because I'll let Joey know. Appreciate you, brother. I uh, appreciate you too, man. Joey Harris comedy at gmail.com at the Joey Harris on all social media. TJ, thank you again, my friend. Thank you all. Have a great night.